Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. And by Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Inflation is going through the roof. Graham Ledger owns gold and silver, and you should consider it too. Go to bh-pm.com, bh-pm.com, or call 866-3-GOLD-25, 866-3-GOLD-25 for Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Thank you. All right, Mr. News. Hit Next on the Ledger Report, it's clear Joe Biden is at war, not with the Taliban, not with terrorists, but with us, liberty-loving Americans. Stand by. The doors of the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. A local school district is requiring all eligible students now to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Culver City Unified's mandate may be the first of its kind in California. This afternoon, KCALMI's Rick Montanez is live in Culver City where parents are just learning about this new requirement. Rick? And Susie, some of the parents actually didn't know until we told them this afternoon. While there is a lot of excitement for the first day of school today, there is some nervousness because of the recent uptick in COVID cases. And the parents tell us that most of them say they're excited for the mandate, but not everyone is on board. A big celebration for the first day back to school Thursday morning in Culver City. For the first time in a year and a half, students are back to full capacity in-person classes. But the big difference here is a vaccine requirement for students 12 and older. I believe in science, for starters. I think every child should be protected against the pandemic. A lot of parents are supportive of the district's decision, which appears to be the first district to mandate COVID vaccines for students. I'm fine with it, but it's me. You know, I know others will not feel, not feel the same way about it. It almost feels like they're having dominion over people and then I'm against that. So it should be optional. So um, 
we're going to opt out of that. This father says he'd rather his daughter move to independent study, which the district says is his option for choosing not to have her vaccinated. The district is deploying every possible measures, masking, testing and vaccination to ensure that it is a safe environment for our students to be. I think it's hard because it is a new vaccine, but I try to explain to parents, you know, so was the flu shot when it first came out. Dr. Richard Cabrera says he knows there's hesitancy for some parents, but he says there's minimal risk of side effects and a much lower chance of severe illness in breakthrough cases. Of those who are vaccinated, their their symptoms are, are less severe. I think this community in general feels that way, so it's pretty easy here to just follow the safety and health guidelines. There is some leeway. The district is not requiring proof of vaccination until November 19th. That's three months from today, and uh, that gives parents a little bit of time to do this. The district also says they will be testing, regardless of vaccination status, all students and teachers. That will happen at the individual schools. Stop the tape. So this is Culver City. If you don't know exactly where Culver City is, Los Angeles. Just picture L.A., this massive unfortunately become just a mob, a cesspool of mostly disgusting versions of everything that are bad in this country. Los Angeles, Los Angeles County, 10 million people. And a little chunk of it is called Culver City, a little chunk of Marxism within a cauldron of Marxism. And I want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this whole consternation and hand-wringing over keeping our children safe and you know i believe in the science as the lady has a mask on well if you believe in the science you moron why don't you look at the research why don't you look at the facts why don't you just look at the numbers of covid you people in california and in particular in los angeles you've been wearing a mask off and on for a year and a half yet the numbers keep going up doesn't that tell you logically that the masks don't work I mean, come on, just use a little common sense, Mrs. Science. But here's more science for you, Mrs. Science. If you're between the ages of zero, okay, you're not, no one's zero. If you're an infant and 20 years old, your survival rate of the Wuhan coronavirus, Delta variant, Lambda variant, Fauci variant, Biden variant, Harris variant, is 99.99%. Can I repeat that, please? Yes, I can, because this video will never be on YouTube. The survival rate, if you are an infant to 20 years old, is 99.99%. So why mask, huh? Why wear a mask, Mrs. Science? Why force children to get a jab? It's not a vaccine. It's an experimental medical device. And even after the FDA rushes its approval process, which I believe is going to come this year, typically when they bring a so-called vaccine on the market, it's a two-year uh, trial period. And by the way, from what I understand, and we can ask my, um, my wonderful uh, guest this question. I'm going to write it down as I bring it up. Um, I don't believe there has ever been a vaccine so-called brought to market that has had this many adverse effects. And so we'll ask, I'll make a note of that about the VARS uh, system, and this is for Dr. Tenpenny, who's going to be on the program in just a couple minutes here, the VAR system and the number of adverse effects, adverse um, reactions to this so-called vaccine, including death. Last count uh, I had was 12,000 dead, 12,000 dead 
from the vaccines, so-called, of the Wuhan coronavirus. But we know the VARS reporting system is a voluntary system that usually has about a 1% compliance. You do the math. You do the math, Mrs. Science. Speaking of science, what, have you ever been to the VARS reporting system, Mrs. Science? Huh? You believe in the science? Well, go to the VARS reporting system and put in input. It's a terrible system designed by the worst kind of web designers you could ever come up with. These are a bunch of government engineers who tried to complicate this thing as much as possible so it would be used as little as possible, both by physicians and by us. Yet, if you kind of figure out how to navigate this stupid system, you figure out, yeah, there's been 12,000 dead from the Wuhan coronavirus, and you know there's a 1% historic reporting number of physicians actually taking the time, because it's, it is time-consuming, to input these adverse effects. So if it's 1%, do the math, Mrs. Science. Let's say it's 10% compliant. That's 120,000. Ah, but if it truly is a 1% reporting compliance, that's 1.2 million dead. I'm just doing the numbers, Mrs. Science. I'm just running the numbers. Little Grammy went to a state university and he's running the numbers. This program, by the way, is brought to you by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. They're running all kinds of specials. I can't keep up with them. Just put Ledger in the promo code box. It's also brought to you by Relief Factor. I have a unique phone number. Please call this number. It is 833-425-7246. And they'll get you started with homeopathic relief. I have a bad back. I have a bad knuckle. I have a bad knee. I have a bad, you know, the whole left side of my body. Right side's pretty good. Left side is, is limping a little bit. And so when I take a relief factor, it does actually work. And and by the way, um, if you haven't been paying attention, the market, the stock market is going in the record territory, but you need to look at the big picture on the planet of what's going on. And suddenly there's a there's buying a lot of gold over here from uh, asset managers, from sovereign nations. Why are they buying gold all of a sudden? Well, I suggest you may consider it. You have to tell them Graham Ledger sent you at Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange, 8663-GOLD-25. 8663-GOLD-25. Tell them Graham Ledger sent you, and you will get the Graham Ledger treatment whether you um, like it or not. No, you'll get, you'll get the red carpet treatment. But the bottom line is you have to protect yourself from an economic calamity that is not if, it's when. And one way to do that is um, hard assets uh, like gold. All right, so back to the Culver City and the, and the madness uh, in, in California. It's not just L.A., it's, it's all of California. Um, Los Angeles, in case you don't know, if you go to Orange County or you go to Ventura County, which are on either side of Los Angeles County, you don't have to wear a mask out in places like grocery stores and uh, gyms and, and, and movie theaters and things like that. But in L.A. County, 10 million people strong, you have to wear a mask. Does that make any sense to anybody? And then if you go down the freeway, it's, it's mask, it's no mask in Ventura, mask in L.A., no mask in Orange, and in San Diego, they're on the precipice. They're on the precipice because... They have some new Marxist leadership in both San Diego County uh, and the city of San Diego. And, and by the way, if you head a couple thousand miles to the east, this place called New York City, they're doing the same thing, only in spades. And de Blasio has this uh, COVID passport that is, is necessarily excluding 
whole chunks of society from participating in things like, oh, eating and life, liberty, and, and happiness. If you don't get the jab, you're not allowed to live, basically, in New York City. That's what de Blasio uh, is saying. And I have a word of advice, and I'm going to repeat this till the day I die, and as long as this fiasco continues. Whether we are jabbed or not jabbed, we need to stick together on stuff like this. And New Yorkers, you know what to do. You need to defy. However you want to defy, for example, if, if you have a restaurant you go to uh, every night or every other night or once a week or whatever, don't go. And you call the phone, you pick up the phone and you call them and you say, I love your food, I love your place, but I'm not going to capitulate to this nonsense, okay? However you want to do it. However you want to, if you're a restaurateur, you own a restaurant in New York or Los Angeles for that matter, you're not going to do it. You're not going to comply. That's the only way. Um, I, I, I said this more than a year ago uh, when mask mandates were all over the place and, and they're being resurrected, clearly. Um, and uh, that, that there has to be a non-compliance to these unconstitutional anti-liberty um, mandates. And you'll see articles out there. NPR just had an article um, talking about how COVID restrictions, a.k.a. lockdowns, which are doing down under right now. Australia is now under Nazi occupation along with New Zealand. New Zealand is blaming Australia. Australia is blaming... It's crazy. They're taking children in Australia... And they're taking them away from parents and they're make, forcing them to get the, uh, the jab, the so-called vaccines. Unbelievable. We're living in unbelievable times. Joe Biden in this country, Joe Biden is at war with liberty-loving American people. Okay? You have to remember that it trickles down. You know, these blue states take their marching orders from up top in Washington, D.C. Even if Joe Biden wasn't in power, they'd be taking their marching orders from the powers that be, if you will, in Washington, D.C. on the Democrat, Marxist Democrat side. So that would be Susan Rice and Barack Obama and Joe Biden and uh, Kamala, Kamala, he, 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 Harris and, and the rest of them, Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer. They're very good at colluding together. And so these blue states take their marching orders. Gavin Newsom and, and uh, well, it's not going to be Cuomo anymore, but um the people in charge of these, these blue states, Pritzker and Wolf and, and Murphy and the rest of them, are taking their marching orders from the top. And then they issue it to the local level. And so if they have little lieutenant Marxists in cities and, and boards of supervisors, they will simply regurgitate and repeat and do whatever Joe Biden says that they do. So if Joe Biden is at war with the American people, then at the local level in California, in various pockets of these uh, cities that are controlled by Marxist Democrats, they will be at war with their residents uh, of that county. And remember that these mandates to show your vaccination status, not only are they completely unconstitutional, but they're, the government is putting this burden on the restaurants, for example, right? And this is a way around HIPAA. HIPAA works as a doctor-client, doctor-patient relationship. And that the government is not to interfere. So the government can't go in there and say, hey, show me your vaccination status. They really can't, because that would be a violation of HIPAA. And you say, Graham, well, what about the VA? Joe Biden is mandating the VA. Well, there's a fine argument there that hopefully is going to be won out in court. 
this is a law. I don't even think the law matters as much as this crazy thing we call the United States Constitution. You can't mandate something injected in somebody's body per the Constitution. How is that not a violation of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? If you don't want to get a jab, your life and your liberty and your happiness is being violated. All right. But remember, what the government is doing here is forcing businesses to do their dirty work. Don't do it. That's my message to you. Don't do it. And if you're in a situation where you're being forced, and I use that in air quotes, forced to get the jab, otherwise lose your job, well, you can do many things. And I put some resources on my website, and that's write letters and, and say, hey, this is the reason why I can't do that. And you take your religious exemption, or you can um, uh, tell them that you have medical reasons why, and they can't, again, technically you can't pursue that. You just have to take your word for it. Yeah, I got a medical condition. You can tell them whatever you want, or you can stand up for yourself and say, screw you, Mr. Employer or Mrs. Employer. I'm not going to allow you to do the, the bidding of Joe Biden and stand up for your rights like this nurse did in San Diego. Roll tape. Hi, my name is Heather Cobble, and I'm a registered nurse here in San Diego. I actually resigned from my job yesterday as a registered nurse because of this state mandate to be vaccinated. I was no problem working in the healthcare system over the last 18 months without a vaccine, but now all of a sudden I'm a threat to public health? Tell me where this makes sense. All of you sitting up here with your masks on, you know that those masks don't do anything. As a healthcare provider, we are taught how to use PPE. We're taught universal precautions, and we know how to implement them when we're, when we're dealing with patients who have a viral infection. I don't understand how you guys don't see the bigger picture here. What you're doing is you're creating a healthcare crisis. We already have a nursing shortage in America. So now in San Diego County, I know for a fact there's several hospitals that are operating on an all-bed crisis. You know why we're doing that? Wilma, do you know why? Because we have a healthcare shortage, a healthcare nursing, nursing shortage, excuse me. And you know that. These numbers are skewed. The testing is skewed. This needs to stop. Stop the tape. So this woman, this poor lady who's been given this horrible choice, you know, it's, it's Sophie's choice come to life in California and other horrible blue states and in, even in some red states, in pockets and within red states. Your Sophie's choice is what do you do? You roll up your sleeve, shut up, and get the jab? And 20 years later, find out you're uh, infertile? Or that you have some sort of uh, autoimmune disease? Or do you stand up for yourself like this woman? It's terrible, terrible choice that these employers are, are putting their employees in all because of Joe Biden. Joe Biden is at war with the American people. He's not at war with the Taliban. He's at war with the American people. And even the CDC is admitting that the, uh, the efficacy of the so-called vaccines against the Delta variant or whatever morphed version of the Wuhan coronavirus exists right now is waning. There's a study out of Israel that says the uh, Pfizer so-called vaccine 
is only 42% effective right now. So these people in government are now admitting that it ain't working. The fact that you have to go in and get a second and a third booster shot, shouldn't that set off alarm bells to you? If you've had one of the so-called vaccines, if you've had one of the jabs in your arm, you go back for a second, a third, and then they say, oh, well, it's just like the flu shot. Oh, is it? Tried to explain to a friend of mine that this has never been injected into human beings before, this mRNA. It's been injected into lab animals with a lot of catastrophic results. So you folks who have gotten the jab are a walking, talking portion of the largest voluntary clinical, and it's voluntary because you did it, voluntary clinical study in the history of the world. And so you're going to be watched now for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years and see what kind of results happen. You grow a 30 year. You know, I say that facetiously, but we don't know. You don't know. You're injecting something into your body that you simply do not know where it's going to lead you from a DNA perspective on down. And if you don't believe me, just look at the FDA slide that was produced in October of 2020, just before the election. And it listed more than 100 potential side effects that are devastating, like Crohn's disease. Yet that didn't get out to the American people. That doesn't get out to the public. When they have you drive up, shut up, and roll up your arm, they're not listing those 110 side effects to you, are they? I don't think so. Half these people given the jab don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. No offense to these nurses. And these practitioners, they have no clue what I'm talking about. They have no clue about me going on the CDC website, digging around back in March of 2020 and discovering a little study that was done in 2018 that said masks do nothing to mitigate the spread of a virus, any virus. Two years before the wide discovery of the Wuhan coronavirus. But there is devastating news coming out regarding these jabs. And we're going to talk about this with Dr. Tenpenny. But the important thing here is to remember that we have a government that is at war with us, and that is the federal government. Even if Donald Trump were still president, we would have aspects of the federal government at war. Dr. Fauci might still be there. I don't know why Donald Trump didn't fire Fauci. I don't want to go into that. You can give me a hundred different reasons why you want to defend him. I, I just, I just am mind boggled that Fauci is still there. So, but the Fauci's are not going to go away in government. And they're going to still continue through the swamp to try and force this radical agenda on the American people. But now that there's a, a dude in the White House occupying the White House who is 100% for this war on liberty, war on Americans that it, it makes it a hell of a lot easier to deploy this war throughout the rest of the United States. And God bless the governors, uh, especially of Florida and Texas and Arizona now. Ducey's speaking up. God bless him. A little bit late. Who knows? Maybe even Kemp will stand up to uh, the Marxist dictators in Washington, D.C. God bless him for standing up for human rights, let alone constitutional rights. And so while the Taliban murder and rape in Afghanistan and hold our Americans there and 
the folks who worked with Americans hostage. Literally, they're being held hostage because they can't make it to the airport to get the hell out of Afghanistan. What is Joe Biden doing? Well, he's doubling down, attacking the governors, forcing masks on people, forcing vaccinations, so-called, on federal workers and federal contractors. And he's continuing to say to the American people, just shut up, line up, roll up the sleeves, and get yet another shot in the arm. Roll tape. Earlier today, our medical experts announced a plan for booster shots to every fully vaccinated American, adult American. You know, this will boost your immune response. It will increase your protection from COVID-19. And it's the best way to protect ourselves from new variants that could arise. The plan is for every every adult to get a booster shot eight months after you got your second shot. Pending approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the CDC's Committee of Outside Experts will be ready to start these booster, this booster program during the week of September 20, in which time anyone vaccinated on or before January 20 will be eligible to get a booster shot. So that means that if you got your sh- second shot on February 15th, you're eligible to get your booster shot on October 15th. If you got your second shot on March 15th, Go for your booster starting November 15th, and so on. Just remember, as a simple rule, rule, eight months after your second shot, get a booster shot. And these booster shots are free. Stop tape. They're free. They're free. They don't cost anything. Yeah, food stamps are free. Unemployment, the helicopter money, it's free. Just stay home, don't work. I have seen more help wanted signs. Everywhere, everywhere, construction, restaurants, gyms, people are staying home because of the helicopter money. Food stamps have been expanded because of this guy. Just take the free stuff. Don't go to work. What happens to a society where especially the young are staying home and watching Netflix? Oh, my Lord, this doesn't end well. It's not free, Joe. I paid for it. The American people paid for it. You, Joe, have been on the government dole your entire career. What have you created? Have you ever hired anybody outside of government using government money? Have you ever met a payroll, Joe, in the private sector? No. It's not free. We're paying for that. And if we're not paying for it right now with our tax dollars, we're going to be paying for it in perpetuity with his trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of debt that Joe Biden is racking up. Part of his war against the American people, part of his war against liberty, part of his war against the United States Constitution is an economic war. He's at war with our sovereignty at the southern border. He's at war with our national and international image in Afghanistan right now, among other places, is being tarnished. He is at war with our health and our liberty through COVID, and he's also at war economically. You can't rack up trillions and trillions of dollars in debt that doesn't exist. These dollars do not exist without you 
proclaiming war on the people who are eventually going to have to pay that debt. And it may or may not be you and I, but it's going to be our children and our grandchildren for sure. And they're going to see the economic calamity created by Joe Biden and company. So Joe Biden is at war with the American people. And it's very important that the American people understand this. And maybe the images out of Afghanistan will click. Maybe it's not the fact that he's telling you to get a third booster shot. That it, Maybe it's not clicking with some Americans that, hey, this is not working. And that you have this thing called your immune system that beats the Wuhan coronavirus if you're under the age of 40, 99% of the time. Where, why, where, what am I missing here with the American people? Why aren't they connecting with that very simple fact? Is it not being disseminated in the mainstream media? I don't watch. I do peer into the mainstream media and I know they beat the drum. Oh, go get the shot. Oh, go wear the mask. Oh, we got to have a lockdown here. Oh, we can't have, uh, you know, these mega events, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know they're not reporting that number, but come on, it's out there for the American people. If you can pull up TikTok on your phone, you can pull up the fact that if you're under the age of 40, you have a 99% chance of surviving the Wuhan coronavirus. That's whether you've had the jab or not had the jab. But it's very important that the American people are told the truth. And it's very important, another thing, that the American people who care about liberty and care about the Constitution, whether you have had the jab or not, that we stick together right now. And we support people who are trying to disseminate the truth. Joining me now, a board-certified physician in three different specialties, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Doctor, we're hearing out of the UK reports that women are having difficulties with their periods, uh, those who have had the jab, the so-called vaccine. Uh, we're hearing reports out of Israel that somewhere around 40, 42% efficacy rate of the Pfizer so-called uh, vaccine. And now we're hearing uh, what we've heard before, but now the mainstream media is suddenly reporting it, that the Moderna so-called vaccine has a two and a half percent times higher rate of these heart problems, these heart enlargements, I guess, uh, uh, as a side effect uh, of getting the jab. We also know the VARS reporting system um, has around 12,000 reported deaths right now, but we know that the VARS reporting system is a voluntary system that has a 1% compliance uh, history. And we also know uh, uh, one more maybe important thing, and maybe you can elaborate on this, that never in since the VARS reporting system has been around, and maybe even before it, have we seen a so-called vaccine with this many, this multitude of adverse effects that's still on the market? Is that a correct statement? That is a correct statement. I, I, everything you just said is our correct statements. You know, the bleeding diathesis of irregular periods has been going on since uh, probably April now that we've been reporting on that with the five doctors that we get together once a month and, and talk about these sort of issues. So that's been happening since April, um, not only from people who get the jab, but from people who are exposed to people who get the jab, which is sort of this transmission thing. Um, they, we really have been seeing the, the cardiomyositis uh, and the, the cardiomyopathies, but I don't think that's just exclusively to the Moderna shot. I think that's all of them. And I know that in a one week period of time that the reports of myocarditis 
in young people, particularly a, pre a predilection for young boys, went from 2,800 reported cases to 3,750 in one week. Um, that was reported by Dr. Peter McCullough in one of the interviews that, that he did with me for my podcast, The Tenpenny Files. And I know that what you said about the number of adverse events, I think that we're pushing about 13,000 deaths now in the VAERS reports. We're pushing, we're well over 500,000 adverse events. And yes, that's stated to be somewhere between one and 10% of actual adverse events. And these are more than just like a sore arm or a fever. I mean, these are people with rashes and neurological complications and blood clots, um, headaches, um, serious types of complications and side effects. And I'm always saying, Graham, I think it's really important. I've, I've challenged everybody to this. If you can think of one product in any industry since the industrial revolution that has killed over 12,000 people on the low end and has over 500,000 adverse events on the low end after only eight months of use and it's still on the market, I challenge anybody to bring that product to the forefront and prove it to the rest of us. Now they're talking about a third booster shot. The president of the United States, alleged president, is out there telling everybody after six months you have to have a second, a third uh, so-called booster shot. We know that there's a report out of L.A. that somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 percent of the new cases of Wuhan coronavirus diagnoses, 30 uh, percent are so-called breakthrough cases, which is a tacit admission. Uh, and the CDC is all but it's saying that the darn shots don't work. If, if you have these breakthrough cases, I'm sorry, uh, but it seems to me that that means that the so-called vaccines uh, aren't working. And in fact, you're reporting that they may be doing more harm than good. And it makes total sense. If I can kind of boil it down, and I want you to elaborate on it. That is that you, you impose this so-called vaccine, whatever it is, this jab um, on people in, in the middle of the spread of a virus, that you've actually caused the virus to mutate into these different variants. Is that pretty much correct? That's really accurate. And that's exactly what is happened, that we vaccinated into an epidemic, meaning a widespread uh, uh, cause of infection. Widespread is by definition what they talk about with an epidemic, whether it is a deadly killer or whether it has a minimal death rate like this virus has about a 99.3% recovery rate. Nonetheless, there's a high volume of that virus in circulation or a large volume of now what is the spike protein in circulation. So by it, injecting into that it puts stress on those little pathogens who really don't want to die. And so that they mutate and morph and, and out kind of laterally. And then what ends up happening is that people end up with an antibody, a non-neutralizing antibody that some scientists call it a leaky antibody, meaning that you have one that it doesn't really neutralize that same virus that it's intended to protect against. And in fact, when you get re-exposed to, to garden variety coronaviruses or to a SARS-CoV-2 two virus, which we don't even think is really in, in circulation anymore, that it too has morphed. And so the vaccine does nothing to protect you. But now you've got this antibody inside of you. Once you get it re-exposed to that pathogen, it binds loosely to that pathogen and kind of drags it into the cell and allows it unimpeded to replicate. So the people who end up with that infectious process end up to be sicker and even die at a much higher incidence than if they would have not had the shot to begin with. That process is referred to as antibody dependent enhancement. The antibody 
enhances the infection and makes it worse than if you would have caught the infection all by yourself without previously have had the shot. And so Fauci's out there lying. He's lying to the American people when he says, and I've heard him say this multiple times now, that is the unvaccinated so-called, the people who have not received the jab, who are causing these mutations. He's outright lying about this. Um, he's been lying from the beginning, so I guess it should be no surprise that this is just an extension and another layer of lies. Yeah, it's incredible. All right. Uh, we heard earlier in the program from a nurse in San Diego who had to quit her job uh, because she was being forced to get the jab and doesn't want to do it. It's amazing. You know, she said six months ago she was a hero and she was working uh, with these COVID patients and every other patient with her natural immunity and maybe some other vaccines that she received when she was a child, whatever. But the bottom line is she was perfectly fine six months ago. And now they're forcing these uh, healthcare practitioners to get these jabs in certain situations or they lose their job. Seems to me that we're setting up a crisis here in this country. And she talked about that there already is a nursing shortage. It's going to be even worse. Um, I believe that that's really true. And I think the second on the tail of that may be even a doctor shortage, because I believe that now it's interesting about physicians because, oh, it's okay if you're a physician to shoot up the nurses, vaccinate, you know, humans and, and, uh, and children, I mean, adults and, and children, but now if they're going to make me get it, well, wait a minute, hold on right there. I'm not going to do that. And so it's kind of an interesting dichotomy, but it is really true. In fact, I had a, a, a friend here a few days ago told me that he had to take his daughter to the emergency room because she had a, a she's a diabetic and she had a, a spot on her arm that looked like it was infected. So went to a local emergency room here in Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm located. And the only people on staff, and this is a large emergency room, uh, there were two nurse, nurse practitioners and a physician's assistant. And they said the doctor was available by phone. Mm. I don't even think that's legal. I mean, you know, my one of my board certifications was through uh, was in emergency medicine. I was the, a board certified ER doc and director of an emergency department, a level two trauma center for 12 years. I don't even think it's legal to not have a doctor on duty in an emergency department. Let me ask so, you something. Do you think that uh, I, I firmly believe the FDA is going to fast track uh, these so-called vaccines and so the emergency use authorization is going to be no more, that they're going to be so-called legitimate in our society. I, I fear that that's what's going to happen. I think you might agree with that. So what, what is the best course of action for Americans who uh, do not want to get this jab? Um, how should they handle things in your opinion? I've given some resources. I've given some letters. I've told them uh, we have this thing called the crazy thing called the United States Constitution. Forget about the Nuremberg Code. The Constitution uh, should protect you uh, in this. We shouldn't even have to play the religious liberty card. But what, what is the best line of defense if, if the FDA does fast track this, says, oh, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead and use it. And then that allows some companies and governments to mandate this thing. What do we do? I think that the most important thing people need to do is gird up their strength and put on the full armor to protect themselves and to just say no. Find your tribe. If you can get 20 or 30 or 50 nurses or lab techs and assistants to walk into the nursing administrator's office and just drop your uh, card on the table and say, we're, we're out of here. I mean, I think that's one thing. I've heard another uh, line of defense is to not leave, keep your job, keep working until you're fired. Because then if you're fired, you can apply for unemployment. Uh, if you just quit, 
um, that that in, I guess in some states that you you don't you're not entitled to get unemployment. Right. I think that there's a, a religious exemption that's still supposed to hold true in this country, and most importantly, a medical exemption. If people have had COVID before and have, can literally document it that they were sick. They've now recovered. They can get an antibody test to prove that they have antibodies to the SARS-CoV-2 virus, specifically to that. Then we know from the medical literature that if you get that, that shot, that you are likely to have a two to four times increased incidence of serious side effects or complications. And the Cleveland Clinic here, the Cleveland Clinic did a very large survey of I. Of, of a, a very large survey of patients that showed that if people had previously had COVID, um, they don't get it again. I mean, the incidence of recurrence of that infection is as close to zero as it can be. And that if they got the shot, there was no additional benefit whatsoever. So if you've got your antibody test and you find that you can go out to Google and put in Cleveland Clinic, um, antibody test, um, vaccine, no vaccine or something to that effect and find that article, I would staple that to your antibody response and say the Cleveland Clinic, one of the biggest institutions in our country says that there is no additional benefit to get this shot if I've previously had COVID. And, and I think that could be a medical, that could be part of a medical exemption, yep. religious exemptions, and then choose what you want to do about your job. And it's very important, the point you're bringing up when another article I read, there was a survey I think out of the UK that determined that somewhere in the neighborhood of 40% of the people were walking around with antibodies and didn't know it. That exactly. is an amazing, staggering figure. So you don't want to put this layer of the mRNA on top of that. You'd be doing serious harm to your body. Exactly. Doctor, if folks want more information about you and what you do, I know you have a couple, three uh, websites. You have a very dynamic website. Where should they go? And we pulled everything together under one umbrella. And it's very simple. It's drtenpenny.com. D-R-T as in Tom, E-N-P as in Peter, E-N-N-Y. Drtenpenny.com. You can find out about our educational courses, our blog, my uh, podcast. Um, all of our social media links are there. Our website, other websites for our news articles, our products and our sales. I mean, my, my eBooks are there. Everything's there. So if you want to find anything about me, there's a CV, there's a resume there. If you want to know more about me, it's just drtenpenny.com. And don't go to Wikipedia to research Dr. Oh Tenpenny. yeah, for sure. Because it's, it's a hit piece, just like it is with me and, and anybody else. Who and try to change it. Have you ever tried to change your Wikipedia yeah. page? It's, it gets flagged and they change it right back. Yeah, It's just like YouTube. I just had another YouTube channel eliminated. So, uh, you know, welcome to the club. Doctor, thank you for the great work. Keep up the great work and god bless you thank you so much same to you graham all right one more point uh sweden remember i've talked about sweden off and on since this debacle began in april of 2020 i think is when i started charting what was going on in sweden sweden did not lock down sweden did not mandate masks sweden did not force these jabs into people's arms and they were ridiculed uh in sweden for this yet now we have data from more than a year and a half. And remember, Sweden population is about the size of Los Angeles County. So this is an apples and apples kind of comparison. Los Angeles County, number of cases, so-called. We know the numbers are phony, just like the nurse said. They're totally inflated. Um, and so are the deaths. But let's go with the numbers that are stipulated on, um, on websites right now, which is total cases in Los Angeles County, almost 4.5 million and 64,000 dead from the Wuhan coronavirus. Total cases in Sweden, a little over 1 million. So roughly one quarter 
of Los Angeles County in the number of cases and the number of deaths, 14,000. Again, roughly about a quarter, more or less, of what Los Angeles County uh, has documented. So Sweden, remember, Sweden did not lock down. Sweden didn't do any of what L.A. County has done, this draconian crap. So what does that prove to you? Again, this is information that's out there in the public. It doesn't take a hell of a lot. If you can push a button and you can watch a TikTok video about a guy riding an escalator backwards with a monkey, then you can figure out for yourself exactly what is going on and why you are being misled. And you're being completely misled by the federal government and Joe Biden on down, who is at war with the American people. Los Angeles County and New York City combined has a population of about 20 million. That's a large chunk of America. My admonition to you, who live in Los Angeles County and New York City, do what the framers of the Constitution would want you to do vis-a-vis these draconian attacks on your liberty, ostensibly over a virus, that has, if you're under the age of 70, a 99% survival rate. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs>